I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. What's up, my friend? You are listening to the Chillpreneur Podcast, the number one place for rule-breaking entrepreneurs to learn how to build a standout personal brand and a kick-ass business without having to hustle their life away. Get ready to be inspired, have a laugh, meet some extraordinary guests, and of course, Get your excitement high with some epic dancepreneur party vibes. Hello, 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 my friend, and welcome back to another episode of the Chillpreneur Podcast. I am thrilled. I always say I'm excited, but today, you know what? I am thrilled to be bringing you this episode because it is a juicy one. I actually sat down with one of my friends who is also a previous student of the Simply Business Academy program and someone who's just taking the internet by storm. So I sat down with Callie, who is also known as this skin queen, to talk all about those first initial stages of starting a business and what's really important. Callie has achieved some incredible results. You know, I've been receiving messages from her saying, just had a five-figure launch, she's loving her business, she's living her life, and she's growing on social media and all of these things. And so I really wanted to sit down with her and kind of pick her brain about why she thinks that is. And there was one really solid piece of advice that she gave in there that honestly, even sometimes myself, I find it so powerful to go back to almost like the beginning and really reflect on this specific strategy, you can call it, or concept or idea. I don't really know what to call it, but it is just so powerful because when you nail this one thing, your business, your marketing, everything will just start to work as long as you obviously keep showing up consistently. So without further ado, let's jump into today's episode. However, two little things before that. I mean, when you say without further ado, I think you're supposed to actually finish the thing, but I have two more things I want to say. First of all is that If you haven't seen already, I've been talking about it all over Instagram, but I have a free simple business plan template. It is something that I actually do myself regularly. I sat down one day and I was like, you know what? I need to go back to basics in my business. I just, I feel like everything is just going wildly, crazy, amazing, but I also need to make sure that the foundations are really strong for me to be able to sustain the growth that I'm experiencing. And so I actually sat down and I did a really, really simple business plan focusing on the core areas that you really need to to start and grow a business essentially. And as I was going through it, I was like, this is actually really good stuff. I'm going to wipe out all the material from my business and I'm going to give this to my community for free. So using the link below, you can sign up and you can get the free simple business plan template, which honestly I've had so much good feedback from. People are just loving how simple it is. It really brings clarity to what it is that you need to focus on to start and grow your online business. But also I actually just threw in the PDF of my business plan so you could see how I filled it in and get a little bit of the behind the scenes of my online business, my multiple six-figure online business. So that's the first thing. 
And the second thing is that I really intentionally chose today's little dancepreneur party song for you because it is called You Are The Only One. And I just want to remind you that you are the only one. Whether you think it's too saturated, everybody's doing what I'm doing already, I hope that this song and this episode inspires you that if you have the desire to start an online business, if you have dreams to make money online, to build an audience, to live a freedom lifestyle, it's not too late and it's not too oversaturated. You have something that only you can bring to the table. I've realized that more than ever recently. You know, me showing up as 100% my true authentic self has seriously, seriously changed my business and the way that I relate to my audience. And so when you truly embrace your authentic self, when you realize that you are the only one that can do, yes, maybe something that a lot of other people are doing, but you're the only one that can do it in the way that you can do it, that's when you start to trust yourself more. That's when you start to show up more. That's when you start to see how incredible you actually are. And that's when things will start to change. So I love you. You are the only one. Let's jump into today's episode. But first, a little dancepreneur party. My dear friend, welcome officially to the podcast. About bloody time, no kidding. <laughs> oh my gosh, we have been trying to record this podcast for it feels like almost a month now, and no, it's not that long. Uh, <laughs> you're, like, you're like, don't exaggerate, Aaron. But no, it honestly, it was really funny because I actually flew up to Queensland where Kelly lives, and we were going to sit down and record the podcast in person. And right at the last minute, we realized we just didn't even have the right microphone adaption. So here we are finally. But you know what? I always trust in timing that things happen when they happen, and we're just going to have the best conversation in the entire world today. So welcome. We're right. Yeah, I'm so excited to be here. And you know what? It's so cool because years and years ago, and you know this because I've told you, I'd listened to your podcast and I'd watch your YouTube and I'm like, wow, these people are so cool. And now here I am just casually on a Monday in my jumper, just talking to you on your podcast. I'm like, I've made it. <laughs> it is the Chillpreneur podcast. So jumpers are a necessi- necessary, necessary, look at me. I'm in my job. I'm still in my gym clothes. And to be honest, I haven't had a shower yet. So. <laughs> that is what the Chillpreneur podcast is all about. But Kelly and I are going to sit down and just have a really honest chat today about her journey you know, and really going through and giving some advice for those of you who are in the beginning stages of business. Because Kelly has a really, really, really cool story of how she got to where she is. But I think the one thing that I really also want to just inspire everyone to do and empower everyone to do is obviously, as you're listening to Kelly's story, really try to listen for the undertone, listen to the under message, because Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'm not going to tell you what it is. We already know what it is. We just discussed it. But there's one little key aspect of Kelly's story, which I think is just so, so powerful. It's not a difficult thing to comprehend. Sometimes it's difficult to do, 
but it really is one of the things that's gotten her to where she is today, which by the way, where, where are you today? Let's start there. Where am I? (laughs) Apart from sitting in my office. Um, well, for those who don't know me, my brand is called skin queen. So, you know, very unique to have a skin therapist on Erin's podcast, but I guess my niche is really serving people in the professional beauty industry. So those who are skin therapists, beauty therapists, estheticians for the overseas audience, and I actually educate them on skin, which sounds weird to be like, okay, why are you educating skin therapists on skin? But it's not taught in beauty college at all which is just weird and bizarre to me. But, you know, my journey leading up to this was I've worked in the beauty industry for seven years and particularly as an educator for skincare companies. And through that journey, I was like, wow, these girls don't actually know what they're talking about when it comes to skin. And they were having all these sorts of like imposter syndromes and like I'm lacking confidence and I just don't even retail that much as a result or I don't rebook people or I want to be doing more skin in my business. And I was like, I don't understand. Like, why aren't you? And they're like, I guess I'm not confident on skin. And then it hit me. I was like, shit, nobody's teaching this stuff. But it's (laughs) really interesting. It's really interesting. And it's not uncommon that, you know, a lot of people do, let's say their certification or their degree. And a lot of the information becomes redundant. You know, I have a degree Mm -hmm. in business and so much of it under other than the underlying foundations of psychology, consumer psychology, and then law and stuff like that, you know, so much of the information is redundant. And I think as a business owner, it's so important to continuously be educating yourself in your field specifically, but also those kind of like indirect areas Do you yourself have like a practice around consistently continuing to learn, whether it be about skin, whether it be about business, like what does your own personal learning routine look like? Yeah, totally. And I actually, it's funny that you asked this question because I actually just entered um, the Australian Beauty Industry Awards last week, which was like a, yeah, I'm really excited. They haven't done it for two years. So um, it was like a two hour, like I had to sit down for two hours and do this application. And the question they asked was, what are you doing to keep your skills current? And I was like, I don't know if my answer is going to be liked by many, because I guess for me, where I'm serving my audience, it's just getting people to understand skin at the basic foundation. I'm not out there being like, I need to learn the latest and the greatest so I can educate on the most technical. So for me, a lot of my learnings come from, well, how can I market to people? How can I actually learn more in business? (laughs) Because that is going to help me to get my product, get my service, get my message out to my ideal target audience. So I think when it comes to consistently learning, I was like, I had to be honest on my application. I was like, I listen to a lot of podcasts. I watch a lot of YouTube. I'm constantly doing like different business coaching programs or short courses, things like that to actually keep my uh, business and marketing knowledge up to date. Because as we know, that's ever evolving. And like you just said, you know, you went and studied business at uni, but now that's all like null and void. And I've got so many friends who say that they're like, oh, I'm dropping out of my marketing degree because I'm not learning much and they don't even teach TikTok and Instagram reels no. and like that's what the world is these days so I think yeah. it's keeping current with marketing and business trends yeah. is probably the most important thing in business once you know your niche and you know it well and you know what you're talking about I think it's okay to be like well I don't need to be the best yeah I just need to do the best at what I'm doing yeah and then let's focus on getting the message out there you said something really interesting there um 
but I want to dive into it a little bit deeper around like obviously working with clients is a big part of your education. And you and I actually had a really big conversation about this when we were at breakfast and then when we were walking again about how important it is to use like experiences or any conversation that you have with maybe, you know, obviously you're a previous student of mine and you gave me some incredible insights about Simply Business, which was so inspiring. But like even with your clients or other businesses you interact, like that in and of itself could be such an incredible learning experience, right? That's exactly right. Yeah. And I think that's the thing, like when you're paying to learn from somebody, you're learning from their experience most of the time. Mm-hmm. Like you're leapfrogging that by paying to be like, okay, well, what did you learn? What was your experience in the yeah. past three years of running a business? Can I yeah. take some of that? Yeah. And I think that's what people kind of forget. They're like, you know, we're not always paying for the best knowledge. You're paying yeah. to get access to that people or that person rather and their experience, which is yeah. really cool. That's powerful. What would you, okay, so I can just hear, you know, the tweets in my mind of my audience who then that might bring up some limitations if they are at the beginning of their journey and they think, well, I don't have as much experience. Like what would be your advice to them? Because I'd love to hear maybe even a little bit more about the start of your journey. I know you had obviously a lot of experience in the skin industry, but coming into business as well, like if people feel like they maybe don't have as much experience, what's the fastest way to progress that? Or how can they just start anyway? That is so important because that's exactly, I haven't like, I wasn't there that long ago. Yeah. I only really started full-time in my business last July. So not yeah. even a full year. And I was like, shit, how do I show up as the expert when I'm new to this? And it was yeah. the same when I started educating in the skincare world. Like I was working with businesses and, you know, beauty clinics and skin therapists that had worked with the brand for, you know, five to 10 years and here I am, I've literally gone and done a crash course for three months. And then I have to start hosting trainings to 30 people. Yeah. And I was like, shit, how am I going to show that I'm the expert? And the best advice is that, you know, you are the expert because you're involved in it every single day. Yeah. Like, yes, they work with it, but they also do other things. Whereas this is your specialty. You know this. Yeah. So don't be afraid to be like, I know this and I believe in myself yeah. and I know this to be true. And that is really important because even at the beginning of my business journey, when I was like, Oh, I'm so new. Like how do I actually show up and then share that I'm an expert? I was like, well, I know this stuff. Like there's not many other people who know it. That's why I'm here. Like I'm so confident in what I do for a reason. And people are coming to me because they're like, I want to be confident like her. And so if you're just starting out in your business journey and you're like, shit, I haven't got testimonials. Like I haven't got, you know, beta testing feedback or anything like that. It's fine because even if you've gone and done, like, I don't know, say for example, I recently did um, YouTube coaching with somebody else in SBA, which is awesome. And she's like, I haven't really coached anybody around this before. I'm like, that's okay. Cause you know, it inside and out, you've been doing it yourself for so yeah. long. Yeah. Like, yeah, you're right. And I was like, you're an expert in your own right. And everything that I was learning from her, she was like, I'm just teaching you the basics. And I was like, oh my God, really? Like, this is amazing. I'm learning so much. <laughs> And even this week, I've scheduled to go back and watch our recordings because I'm like, wow, Zoe was so good at what she did. And I think it's just that it's even if it's one thing, God, even if you're teaching people how to make bread. Yeah. Yeah. But just (laughs) master that one thing. Yeah. Yeah. And And own it and be like, I know this. That's really important. You mentioned to me ages ago, I can't even remember in what capacity, but we were having a conversation about something. Maybe it was during Simply Business, but you mentioned to me that a lot of people, and you just reiterated it here, that a lot of people were coming to you for confidence, you know, and obviously I think it confused you a little at the time because you're like, 
what do I do with this? But I think there is something in the results that you've gotten and the link to how confidently you showed up. But you also mentioned there you still had doubts, like, am I the expert? Am I the fear? Uh, So can you talk us through maybe some of those doubts that you had? But I want to preface this with maybe some of the results that you've gotten over the last year or so. So maybe let's start there. And then I want to jump into confidence because I think that'd be really inspiring to people. Yeah. Okay. So I guess like in terms of results, I've got one main program that I launch every now and again. And yeah. Every time I've launched it, it's been a five figure launch, but not even that, like that's amazing. But at the same time, the feedback that I get, yeah. oh my gosh, I'm like, holy shit, this is really impacting people. Like this is, people love this. And, you know, that's recently awesome. when I was doing my application, Um, the first question was like, what makes you different? And of course I have my perception of that, but I was like, maybe I'll ask people who've gone through my program so that they can point out why I'm different. And the bloody paragraphs they sent to me, I was like, yeah, they're just like, you know, you've created such a community. You've created such a good space. You've really broken it down really easy. And I was like, wow, I'm really impacting people. But at the time I was like, who's going to listen to me? Like, Mm -hmm. do I, am I that good? Do I really know my shit? Like, am I just putting stuff out there and nobody's going to buy it? But I, I think, and this is, I will always recommend this advice to every single person. Whenever I'm making content, whether it be on Instagram, podcast, reels, content that is in my paid programs, I always imagine that I'm making it for one or two people. And these one or two people in my community have supported me from the very beginning. Like I probably started my journey as a little side hustle in 2019. We're in 2022 now. And as I was starting to put out content and, you know, $15, $20 eBooks, little thing. Yeah. They would be like, oh my gosh, I love it so much. Oh my gosh, that's so cool. Oh my gosh, I've learned this. Oh my gosh, I implemented that. And whenever now I'm creating anything, I just imagine that I'm doing it for this one or two people that have supported me from day one. And from there, people are like, oh my gosh, like I get the same feedback, but on a larger scale now. And I think that's important because I'm like, if I could just impress one person. (laughs) Yeah, but there's actually like real I don't want to call it scientific, but let's call it business pseudoscience studies that have gone into that particular concept. And it's that whole idea around a seed audience um, Mm. or the thousand true fans concept, really. People are trying to impress the masses so often. You know, they're trying to go viral with reels or they're trying to get as many views on their YouTube videos or their podcast downloads or whatever it may be. And that's like where their priority is. They're trying to focus on those vanity metrics. But when it comes to service, which service is what actually translates into sales. So you just mentioned you've obviously had such great success, not only with the financial side of your program, but also then just the quality of the people that you're getting in and the responses that you're getting, which in turn will obviously grow that product in your business. But what you've said in there is so powerful that like you have really been focusing on service and serving those one to two people. And obviously that resonates on a larger scale. But just to go back to kind of like then my original question, because I think the confidence piece is such a big part of that. So what is your, I guess, experience with confidence or do you have any advice? I know it's a very vague question to ask, but I kind of like to leave it open to allow your magic to come out when I ask, like, what can someone do to build that confidence in themselves and their business in the beginning? Uh, That's a vague question, but also a very loaded question, isn't it? And honestly, for me, like 
everybody feels silly when they first up, start showing up online. They're like, oh my gosh, people are going to judge me. What if my parents look like, what if my sister looks at me and laughs? Like everybody has that. Even me now, you know, I've just started my first YouTube channel. I'm like, oh my gosh, will people even like it? Then I had a look at my stats last night and I had one video that's had over 180 views. So that's it's like awesome. my second video. And I was like, fuck, where are these 180 people from? That's Which is kind of cool. Awesome. That's awesome. But, yeah, but I think like when it comes down to confidence, I don't ever feel like I'm the best ambassador to be like, you know, this is how you improve your confidence because I do feel like I've always been quite a confident person. Mm-hmm. I think that comes down to my childhood. I've always done a lot of sports, so you don't really have time to be mm-hmm. shy. Yeah. Um, but I definitely have imposter syndrome still to this day. I'm like, oh, am I still doing the right thing? The way that I really get over it is I'm like, I'm just got to focus on what I know. Yeah. And it really comes back to that every time. So I know that's a very vague answer in itself as well. But for me, journaling too really helps. Like even this morning, jumping on this podcast, I know we hung out on Friday, but I was like, oh, I'm getting on the podcast with Erin, which is like crazy. And I was like, that's okay. Just going to center myself and I'm going to journal it. Yeah. And like imposter syndrome is a constant work in progress. Like we all have feelings of, am I good enough? Like, you know, should I be doing this? Am I the right person? And it's just about being consistent with everything that you're doing. I think the more that you show up, the more that you put yourself out there, the more that you create content, you know, the more that you journal, the more that you put the work on yourself, the more that you're like, actually, no, I do have this. We all start somewhere. Like we literally do. I actually love that you said sport because even though I know kids who played a lot of sport, obviously it generally is like that they maybe do have a little bit more confidence, not all the time, but I I have seen that trend, but I feel like adults can absolutely implement more hobbies, more sport. Like for me, I feel like my confidence has massively grown with this whole like BTC pick, doing all these hobbies and challenging yourself. It's actually really good for the brain. There's a certain part of the brain that as long as you're consistently challenging it every single day, you're actually helping to I don't know. I don't want to go into the science because I don't know it so much, but it's it's good for your nervous system to challenge yourself consistently. Um, But consistency was something that you said there. I consistency. love consistency. Yeah. What a beautiful word. Same with me because, and we were just talking about this before we hit record. Like, Erin's like, you constantly surprise me. You're always doing something new hobby wise. And I think through COVID for me, you know, I was still working my corporate job, but my hours were stripped back to like four hours a day. And I was like, what am I going to do with my time? And that's when I was like, maybe I'll start doing hobbies because through there, I noticed a lot of people begin to lose their identity because they'd lost their jobs or they've lost their income. They were kind of like, now what? I'm like, man, there's more to you than work. There's more to you than the job that you go to every day. There's more to you than your business too. And that really surprised me. So from there, I was like, what, what else do I like? What do I do? And really over the past two years, I've been trying to do more hobbies and I am the same as you. You know, you just said that you've noticed your confidence soar from doing all these cool hobbies. I am the exact same. Like the more that you kind of push yourself out of your comfort zone as an adult to do hobbies, mm. the more you're like, oh, cool. I've got yeah. this. Like <laughs> the fear of hurting yourself, the fear of showing up, the fear of getting things wrong. Yeah. Like you're just like, well, you know, it's just practice and you got to just be consistent to get better at these hobbies. And so from there, your confidence does grow. And it's the one thing that I recommend everybody to do. You mm-hmm. know, even if you're struggling to make friends, 
go to a hobby yeah. dance class muay thai class muay thai. something like that muay hell yeah yeah because you'll begin to just grow as a human with your personal development and as that grows your professional development grows i'm just such a believer of that same and i think there's something really powerful in that doing something that's 100% within your control because that's where you can actually watch your confidence be developed quite simultaneously to your skills. Whereas I think a lot of people specifically in this like online business space, they might watch themselves getting more confident with let's say reels or social media posting and then something can happen. They can go into a negative feedback loop or, you know, TikTok, I mean, Reels glitches or something, or, you know, everyone's been complaining about real views being down lately. And so, so much of the results of that is outside of our control. And if you put your confidence contingent on the way that you're showing up on social media or the way that you're showing up in business and the results that you're getting from that, whereas hobbies, it's like, it's a linear process. You know, if I do more skateboarding, I'm going to get better. If you dance more or play an instrument or practice speaking another language, like you have to progress in that. And so something that, yeah, something that doesn't have as many variable results is a really great way to build a shell of confidence that then can be applied to things that are a little bit more variable in nature. And I think too, with that, like I have been dancing now for a year. I dance from maybe the age of five to 15. Yeah. Um, I'm 28 now. So <laughs> I had a big break and I yeah. just got back into dance last year because I'd just moved back to the Gold Coast and I was looking for Pilates bar, which I'd done for years. Couldn't find it. The next closest thing was dance. And honestly, there are days where I have shitty dance days. And I'm like, today was not the day. Like yeah. Friday, I went to dance and I was like, this, this was an off night. I'm like, that's okay. Cause I'm going to go back tonight and I'm going to have a better night tonight. So yeah. even with hobbies and anything, as you yeah. said, with social media, with TikTok, with lives, with reels, with bloody anything you do in life, you're yeah. going to have good days and bad days, but you can't yeah. let that determine who you are as a person like that does not that one bad day that one bad story that one bad reel does not determine your success just because yeah. I had one bad dance night doesn't mean I'm now a bad dancer I'm yeah. gonna get back on the horse and I'm gonna do it again just had Keep an off night and I think that's such an important business lesson as well which not a lot of people talk about well maybe they do but I feel like it's not talked about in a raw and honest way as much uh, specifically, I think a really powerful way to talk about things like that is actually when you're going through it. You know, the traditional advice was always, which I learned was always like, only talk about the breakdown when you've had the breakthrough and all of this kind of stuff. But what Ooh. I think that that does <laughs> is, you know, for people who are actually going through it, it creates a sense of non-familiarity. It creates a sense of like, well, I'm through it and you're not. So I don't have any advice for you until you come through it. Right. Um, but the thing is as well, like that, like business success and, social media, it is so seasonal. Like there are going to be particular periods of time where everything is amazing. Then there's going to be times where launches don't go very well. You're not making sales. Social media is crashing a bit and then it'll come back and then it'll go, you know, it's just, it's it's kind of a bit of a roller coaster. As much as some people may seem, it's always on the up and up. I don't believe that that's true for anyone. Neither do I. And I've really learned that that's been a big thing. And for anybody starting, this is like really good advice. I guess when I was working in a job, you know, I was earning money every day and every day I was working, I was earning money essentially. And I was like, okay, cool. And then there are some days in my business where I'm like doing lots and not earning money. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'm like, oh, but then there are other days where I'm like not doing anything. I'm on the couch or I'm skateboarding or I'm at the beach and I'm earning lots of money. And I'm like, 
Isn't that interesting? So I think it's important to remember that, you know, success isn't always continuous. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So on this conversation, I'd really maybe love to tuck into content creation a bit because I feel like you may call yourself the skin queen, but I feel like you are the content queen, <laughs> to be honest. Like when you're releasing a content creation course, I want to know. Um, but Talk to me about that because consistency is obviously something that I really see with your content. Like you are ultra, ultra consistent. So talk to me. I mean, I I know people would love to know, do you have any kind of like practice? What does it look like? How are you so consistent? All the things, all the things. (laughs) Um, And it's interesting because when I first started my business journey, this is how full circle business can be. So You know, when I first decided I'm going to make a business or it was a side hustle back then, I went to Beauty Expo and I was like, oh, I'm going to go and join in the social media talk. Yeah. Um, Because obviously at the time I was working with multiple beauty businesses and they would always say to me, you're a millennial, you're young, you know what to do with social media. What should I do? And I was like, I bloody know. So I was like, I might go to this social media talk at this expo just to figure it out a little bit. And this, it was like a lady from a social media agency and she was speaking to beauty business owners and they had so many questions like, what's Canva? How do you schedule a post? How do you do this? And I was like, man, this lady's missing the mark. It's like somebody needs to talk to these beauty therapists in beauty therapy language. So I was like, I'm going to make an ebook. So my very first ebook was, I can't even remember the name of it. It was like social media for beauty business owners or something basic like that. I was like, great name. It's direct. (laughs) It's to the point. I love it. (laughs) It was like 50 pages long. I think it was like $29. And by the end of the year, I was like, oh, how much have I done with this? And I'd done five grand with it. And I was like, Jesus Christ, like this might have something in it. Yeah. So that's when I was like, I'm going to turn my side hustle into a business. And from there though, because like I've been known as the skin And I was like, why am I talking about social media? I need to gravitate back to talking about skin. But since doing that, and I've really only been focusing on this the past two months, so many people have come to me saying like, I really want help with social media. Like in the past week, I think I've done three social media coaching sessions. And I think it's Mm. just because I've been so consistent with talking about my message um, and showing up consistently that people are like, we want what she's doing. And I've had industry leaders, like all my three coaching sessions. And actually this morning I had somebody who has a business coaching practice in the industry. She's got like a mastermind of 70 people. She's like, I'm going to pay you to do social media coaching for my people. And I'm like, as I've started gravitating towards skin, people are like, no, we want social media from you. So it's funny how that works. Um, But I think I know my, I don't think, I definitely know my target audience inside and out. Yeah. And that's one thing that when I speak to people starting their business, like we were just talking about it. I went and got my lashes done on Saturday and the poor love, she was like, I'm just not really that busy. And I'm like, well, what are you trying? She's like, well, I need to be more consistent on Instagram. And I was like, yeah, you need to create content for your target audience. She's like, well, I don't really know who my target audience is. And I'm like, but who do you want it to be? Yeah. And that's one thing that I can't stress enough with anybody. Like what I'm doing isn't anything special. I've just know my target audience and I know how to tap into their pain points and their pleasure points. And I know how to relate to them. And I think that's really important. And then from there, you know, I will probably maybe once a fortnight or once a month sit down with a scrapbook and a pen and paper. Yeah. Hot. <laughs> I, I love it. Dump. Got visuals here. <laughs> yeah. I love my pen and paper. I literally yeah. just brain dump 
okay, well, what conversations have I had with people? What questions are people asking? What are people commenting? Like, what are some things that I can be talking about? And that's how I stay consistent because sometimes I'm more creative than others. Like don't put pressure on yourself. You have to match it to your cycles. We all know that, but I literally sit down and I brain dump. Okay, well, what are people struggling with at the moment? And if I flick through, I've always got ideas and it always helps me to be consistent. Um, You know, just looking at this, how to attract more facial clients, how to increase your skin knowledge, how to improve confidence as a skin therapist. It's just constantly tapping into my clients' pain points, pleasure points and relating to them. And then from there, I literally just batch create. But for me, it really comes down to the planning. Like I have it in my calendar when I'm going to be in my most creative phase. I sit down, I brain dump. I'm like, who am I speaking to? And that helps me to stay really consistent on social media. And I think it's important because if you are being consistent, you're becoming familiar. The more people see you, the more people recognize you. Yeah. And, you know, I have people who come up to me and you might have the same, like, in the shops and they're like, oh my God, I follow you on Instagram. I love your reels. And you're like, I don't know who you are, but that's awesome. Like, I'm so glad I'm making him back. Yeah. But that's, I mean, it's a, it's a really good thing, obviously that, um, you know, you mentioned obviously knowing your target audience, but one thing I will say as well is like, you do have a really, really, really strong brand. And I think yeah. that's really important as well. Like in terms of people recognizing you, your content is, is incredible. That's because you know your audience and the part in there that you said that, obviously people are becoming familiar with you and that's so important for turning those views or whatever you want to say, turning the content creation into sales is the familiarity because some people do and on occasion people will buy the first time they see if the pitch and the message is strong enough. I bought a DJ course the other day within like 30 seconds of finding this page. But a lot of the time, specifically for more high ticket stuff, it does take a little bit of like relationship building and the familiarity is obviously so strong in there or the the need for for familiarity is strong and you do have a really strong brand as well. So I think those two things combine. So from your perspective, obviously knowing your target audience. And then from my perspective, every single time I see something of yours, like without even seeing your face or like anything, you just know it's yours. It has this same energy, this same tone, but it's always new. It's always new, fresh, vibrant, new information, but it always feels like that's a skin queen thing, you know? But it's genuine to me as well. And that's important because I've actually been doing, um, coaching with a friend who had the beauty business too. And she was like, you know, always jumping on trends and, you know, pointing and dancing. And I'm like, that's like your target audience doesn't relate to that. People are coming to you to have these bloody luxurious 90 minute facials. I was like, you need to emulate that to them. And so she's completely changed her brand now to only using audios have like women in jazz or soul rising or like Bali beach vibes music. And Mm -hmm. like all of her content is like, Oh, just mouthwatering facial content. And I say it because I create it for her. <laughs> oh, that's that. oh my God, this is delicious. Who made this? Was it me? It was me. Oh my God. I'll oh have to send a, like one of them to you because you Definitely watch it. Send it. Like, oh, goosebumps. It's so good. And from there, she's like built a really recognizable yeah. brand now. People are reaching out to her saying, yeah. can you make my content? And I'm like, it's because you're doing it so well and consistently. Yeah. I was like, you're no longer just showing up and pointing. Yeah. You're showing people the services. You're emulating that emotion. And I think that's what I do with my brand too. Like people are like, I see your reels, but I don't want to dance on reels. I was like, you don't have to, but that's yeah. me naturally. Like yeah. I dance 10 hours a week. I yeah. skateboard. Yeah. I have two border collies. I'm high energy. Yeah. Like I will always choose techno music over soul rising to listen to unless yeah. I'm like, but yeah that's true to me so I think that's why I can be consistent so I think if anybody's listening to this and like how do I do that 
you know, sit down. What's your favorite music? Yeah. <laughs> That's where it starts. And you're, you're pretty good at that too with everything. Like your branding is quite consistent in the music that you use, mm. you know, your outfits that you wear, the backdrops that you wear, uh, you choose. It's very you. Yeah. And I think that's when it becomes really easy to do. If you're trying so hard to be like everybody else, you can lose yourself. Yeah, absolutely. And I also think something that you kind of mentioned in there as well, like it's finding balance between obviously who you are and what your audience desires. But the easiest way to do that is to attract people that are like you to a certain degree. You know what I mean? Don't worry about like I am a little bit more uh, you know, maybe a little bit more of a tomboy, a little bit more in the kind of like adventure sports realm. Like I'm not the business coach who's out there being like, look at my Chanel, I'm staying at the Ritz Carlton, but that's okay. Like I tried to fit into that category for such a long time and it just felt so, so like, don't get me wrong, it works. You know what I mean? Because there's, you're going to attract an audience that's attracted to that, but then you lose yourself, just like you said before. And then that's not a good space to be in either. So it's about trusting that you being Yes, like walking the talk and having an aspect of um, aspiration in your brand. Of course, that's so important as well because that makes you a leader. But then also just being yourself and knowing that being yourself and living this incredible life and teaching people is the thing that's going to attract that aligned audience. And like I would say that most people are likable. Yeah. (laughs) Unless you're like a really toxic person. But I'm sure most people listening to this, I would probably say 99.9% are very likable people. So, you know, just act like you would with your friends online. That's honestly what I do. But at the end of the day, if you're like, I don't have friends, just think about, you know, serving those two people. Even to this day, I'm like, all I hope is that I'm making, you know, my one friend in Darwin proud. (laughs) Honestly, I love that advice so much because it really is taking it back to the simplicity of what messaging, marketing, and social media content and business in general, because I'm sure you think about that when you're creating products, right, as well. Like it really just is how can I serve, how can I serve? And then, you know, to make it simple for yourself is how can I serve this one person? Yeah, and I try to be that person for some people in their early business journey too, and I love it. And people message me and it's I'm like, yeah, do that. They're like, oh, I made that piece of content because of what you said to me. I'm like, yeah. (laughs) okay I'm officially making all of my content now for you Kelly (laughs) (laughs) you are my ideal audience (laughs) I think it's important because then people are like oh thank you for always supporting me when you have that one person who's kind of like on your team the whole time it encourages you because I had that and I know how good that feels and then you know even to this day like I'll still message these people and I'm like you know that I still create things with you in mind like that's why I love you girlfriend you're like oh Oh, yay. <laughs> so I want to be that for somebody else. <laughs> Do you know what? There's just something so magnetic about your like passion and your just even the way that you're like face lights up when you talk about all of this. I think that it's just honestly, it's so admirable and it really does feel that's why I'm not saying there's so many things that you've done. You've obviously worked hard, but there is this energy with your content and your business. It's like, I just want to be here. You know what I mean? It's like, it doesn't feel like, I know you've messaged me before being like, oh, I'm away and like having all these amazing, like you were like, I'm on the beach celebrating like a 35K launch or something like that. And like, that's incredible. Like the results and the life you get to experience and all of these things are incredible as well. But I think something that I've noticed with you and I really do think it has contributed to your success is like, you really do have this, I'm just glad to be here energy. I don't know what movie is that from or like it's a meme or something is like that, but you just have this like, I'm just glad to be here. And I think that that is like really seeps into everything that you do, which makes it so enjoyable for people to consume. 
I don't even know how to like explain where it comes from, but you know, I've had people say that to me heaps Mm. and I've had people say to me, you know, like, Oh, we just love your podcast. Like we can feel your energy through your podcast. And same with YouTube, like people like you're just perfect for YouTube. And like, I just did my first vlog yesterday and everybody's like, that was lit. Oh my gosh. You're so cool. I was like, Oh really? I don't even know what it is. I think like, I'm so grateful yeah. And I just know I'm at the beginning of my stage and yeah. like my, my business journey. And I just know that it's going to propel forward and I'm just happy. Like I'm like, I'm pretty, I'm lucky. Yeah. Like it's bloody now 10 30 on a Monday and I'm just chilling talking to you. Like it doesn't yeah. get better than that. Like it probably will as a result of that, but right now I'm pretty content. <laughs> yeah. And Dan, that's really powerful as well. Like I know it's like the number one, most obvious piece of personal development, like, advice in the world oh my god tegan and i've been watching all these biohacking videos and they even say it i love it <laughs> but gratitude it really is it's like such a key to so much of it as well because a word that you said that's really powerful in there is being content so many people give up or they try to do things too quickly and then they make mistakes or they make bad decisions. And a lot of that comes from not being content or just wishing things were different rather than sitting in that gratitude. Like, you know, you've just got to do it. Like you've got to accept the fact that it's going to take you some time to grow an audience and to build a business and all of these things. But if you can be content along the way, of course, it's going to make you more magnetic and that will probably in turn be the thing that'll make it go faster. Okay. So, you know how you said that, um, cause we were supposed to record this on Friday and you're like, go away, have some life experiences. And I know Monday's podcast is going to be awesome. As you said this, you'll never guess. So, um, I've been wanting to surf for ages. I live on the Gold Coast. I should bloody know how to surf. So anyway, my friend moved to the UK and she was like, do you want to buy my surfboard? I was like, yeah. I was like, I don't know how to use this. I'm going to go have a lesson. So I had a lesson yesterday. And um, in the water with the surf instructor, which is really cool. And every time I went to get on the board, I kept falling off. And like, then I was dragging this big long board back to him, like really puffed. And he just put his hand on my shoulder. He's like, chill out. He's like, you're in the water. He's like, this is amazing. Look at where we're at. He's like, take a breath, recollect yourself. He's like, you don't need to go as hard and fast when you're standing up. Just go lightly, go slowly, enjoy it, embrace it. You've got the secret code. Like such a surf instructor. Uh, you <laughs> got this, like, man. <laughs> yes, yeah, so, just the way he's like, you've got the secret code. I'm like, yeah, I do. <laughs> I was I like, okay. That. So I slowed it down. So he was like, all right, you're going to jump on the board now. He's like, paddle six times and then slowly get up nice and lightly. Enjoy it. You're in the water. And I was like, okay. And I did it. And from there. I can continue to surf. Every time I dragged the board up, I got up, I surfed again. I was like, I've got it. Like, and that's so funny with what you just said. Then you're like, slow down, enjoy it. Like, (laughs) isn't that funny? The parallels. It's so, it's so true though, because it's the same in Muay Thai. It's the same in motocross. Mm -hmm. It's the same in skateboarding. Like, you know, I know you mentioned you hadn't gone on the ramps as much, but in skateboarding, it really is like, slow down, think about what you're doing and trust trust is such a big part of this but I think so many people are so tense and they're just trying to push their way into everything but even in business like I love the I don't know if you've seen the reel um but it's someone doing a speech and there's like the three most important success advice and his first one is like slow is the fastest way to get to where you want to go or something like that and I just believe it's so true like we all just need to slow down trust ourselves a little bit more trust our knowledge, 
our ability, like as we were speaking about in the beginning, like you know your stuff and if you don't go learn it, that's fine. But you know what it is that you want to do, who you want to be and who you want to serve. And if you just trust yourself and show up from that space, you've got the code as the surf instructor said. And then just enjoy it and just have fun. It's true for me because, as I said, like I never anticipated Skin Queen to be an actual brand. I didn't ever think that I would work in it full time. Of course, I wanted to because I was watching you on YouTube and I was like, I want to be like that. But, you know, I saw this like my whole business came from a place of, you know, people like this is a gap that I needed to fill. I was like, this lady talking about social media is not connecting to these beauty therapists. I need to fill that gap. And from there, I was working a corporate job. I was earning over 100K a year. I was like comfortable. I was fine. But it just slowly evolved the more that I grew, the more that I built, the more that I learned, the more that I put out there. It wasn't like, you know, I launched an ebook in 2019 and I was like, this has to be successful because I'm going to quit my job. It was just like an evolution. And I think when people look at me, they're like, oh, you've done so well. Like you're doing so well. And I was like, it didn't happen overnight. And it sure as hell hasn't even happened since bloody July last year. Like this has been going on since maybe March, 2019. It's just eventuated into something more, which like you said, like just go slow, go with the flow. Don't put so much pressure on it. If you're in a good position right now in your job, it will happen. Like thoughts become things and it's the small steps that make the big steps in the end. I love it. That's such a beautiful <laughs> note to finish on. I want to go, like, you motivated me. I like, I want to go build something or do something <laughs> or skate on something. I don't I'm know. I'm so glad I, I could motivate you. <laughs> you. You do that to me all the time. Anytime I have like conversations with you, I'm like, you do have this like transferable energy. That's why people it. just need to listen to your freaking podcast, watch your YouTube video, follow you because <laughs> when I see you, you make me want to do things. <laughs> oh, I love that. But I love people like that, you know, and I feel the same when I hang out with you and like same with Ruby and yeah. you like me, people like that. I don't know what they're called. Expanders. expanders I don't know if I'm an yeah. expander as such for you, yeah. but I'm glad that I'm sharing that energy with you. That's yeah. the main yeah. thing. Yeah. So expanders, you know, I just think, I mean, and this is probably a whole nother conversation that we can have on another episode, but like relationships and the people that you're spending time with, like whether you agree or not, or whether, sorry, not whether you agree or not, whether you realize it or not really are having an impact on your ability. You know what I mean? I, I was even thinking, I had this shower thought last night about how, well, personal development is amazing. It really is like to help us overcome confidence challenges, limiting beliefs. But I think a lot of people spend a lot of time trying to fix themselves when really sometimes you just need a better environment. You know, you need more support. Like I was thinking about runners. I don't, if you're struggling to show up and wake up and go running, it's not that you need to sit there and read every single book about confidence or self-sabotage or anything you know, hire a PT, get a running group, get a running buddy. A lot of the time, just putting yourself in an environment of people who get you excited and hype you up and, you know, teach you things or share feedback or whatever it may be. Just sometimes the environment is the thing that will get you moving. Could not agree more. That's awesome. I love it. I love you. having me on what an awesome chat I hope we've inspired some people yes so talk to us what's going on for you obviously you mentioned you started a YouTube channel tell us everything what's happening in the business at this moment ah so still finding balance and I want to say that because it is a balancing act so for anybody who's like I've got to do a YouTube channel now what like trust me 
<laughs> I'm just getting to it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I've got a YouTube channel. It's Skin by Skin Queen. At first, I was oh, like, I'm just going to post educational videos for my community. But mm. it's weird. People have been like, you should do vlogs. And I was like, oh, okay, I'll do a vlog. But people are responding well. So I'm like, cool. Um, so if you want to see behind the scenes in my life, have a look there. But I've got a potty, um, which is Skin Lovers Unite. But mainly I live on Instagram. Yeah. Um, so that's Skin Queen with three E's. But at the moment, I'm really just working on, gosh, so much. Collaboration is my big thing at the moment. Yeah. I'm really loving like expanding my horizons and connecting with other people because, you know, there's so many cool people out there in the industry and I've started to do a few collaborations because that's what we're supposed to be doing. And I was yeah. like, I'll just do it because I'm supposed to. But I'm actually enjoying connecting yeah. with so many people. And I did oh, actually yeah. another podcast with a nutritionist last week. And I was like, oh, this is really fun. Like, I think that's the power of conversation when you're yeah. connecting with people and conversing with people. You, you have so much more fun. So yeah. that's really where I'm at at the moment. Just enjoying my business, enjoying my life and working on a few things behind the scenes to launch a skin queen. I love it. I love it so much. I'm going to leave all of Kelly's links down below. So definitely go say hi to her, go jump into her DMs and let her know what the number one thing you learned from this episode was and tell me as well. All right. Thank you so much for coming on. And I think we need to sit down and have another chat about this, what we started speaking about at the end, because that's very powerful. Yes, thanks, Erin. All right. Bye. Oh my gosh. Even just listening back to that episode, I feel so inspired. It's I love having conversations with my Simply Business students, specifically, um, you know, those who've had a little bit of time to generate a little bit of success. And the reason being is because it reminds me to cement even my own business back into the foundational elements that really, really can catapult you towards your goals and dreams. I think that when you run a little when you run a business for a little while, it's easy, like I said, to get more shiny object syndrome. I could do this, I could do that, I could do this. But like having conversations with my students remind me to ground myself back in to what works and to go back to those foundational things because those those simple strategies really are the things that allow you to have more time freedom, allow you to not have so much stress and overwhelm in your business. So I loved this conversation. It was as helpful for me as I know it would have been for you. But definitely reach out to myself or Kelly and let us know like what was that big strategy that we spoke about here or that simple strategy that we spoke about here that could be super powerful. Um, And then what were your other takeaways? I'd really love to know. All right, I am going to leave you with the rest of your dancepreneur party, just reminding you that you are the only one. You're the only one, so go do the thing. Go do the thing by, first of all, downloading the free business plan template And then reach out to me on social media and let me know how you go with it. All right. I love you. I hope you have the most amazing day and I will speak to you soon. Bye.
imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.